Hello, Podlers. Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Coming up, a miracle of modern science as Matt Dyson, my esteemed colleague, time travels live on the air. <laughs> You'll never guess what he brings back from the 80s. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Time for one of you to get your hands on a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug, as once again, I am riddled. You wake this morning to find yourself transported to aisle nine, organic quinoa and chickpea snacks of Whole Foods Camden. Former lead singer of Elastica, Justin Frischman, and her close friend, flatmate and former lead singer of Sleeper, Louise Wenner, are frantically searching for their 10% off when you spend more than £80 voucher, <laughs> which, as we know, gets you a grape in Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I swear down, you left it out on the sideboard last night. It was your job to prepare the 100% organic reusable Hessian bag. You know this. Well, do you? exclaims Justine. I've got the bags, Justine. I just forgot the voucher, OK? This is all too much! What do you mean? questions Justine, placing a caring hand on Louise's shoulder. It's just, well, you know, Camden isn't the place it used to be. The good mixer, where we were signed, not the same. The Hawley Arms, nothing more than a fancy gastro pub. And here we are, searching through innumerable 100% organic reusable Hessian bags in Whole Foods Camden Parkway, looking for a sodding 10% off when you spend more than £80 voucher. The 90s are long gone! The 90s are gone! <laughs> this is tragic. <laughs> Justine, I just... I don't know what to say. Life goes on. Times change. At that moment, a member of staff overhears the girl's troubles and nervously walks over. Justine Frischman from Elastica? Louise Wenner from Sleeper, he says. Yes, they reply in unison. I'm sorry, I couldn't help but overhear your conversation. I'm the manager here. Don't worry about forgetting your voucher. I'll give you 10% off. You can, again, in unison. Yes, I can, if you solve this simple riddle. Here we go. To win the mug. I give light by night, but not by day. I am wicked, but not evil in any way. Wax for the most, but always wane. Except when I'm out, I stay the same. What am I? 8, 12, 15. What does 8, 12, 15 mean, asked Justin. And like that, the shop assistant was gone. I give light by night, but not by day. I am wicked, but not evil in any way. Wax for the most, but always wane. Except when I'm out, I stay the same. What am I? 8, 12, 15. Basically, it's a 50-50 split between the answers. 50% of you are right and 50% of you are wrong. Those of you who are wrong include Ewan, up in Scotland, who's on his way to work. Good morning, Ewan. Is it the moon? No. But as we touched on last week when we did this, it's just often... Something that people stared at in the dark ages, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shadow the... candle. <laughs> very medieval, very medieval vibes. It's, it's yeah. not moon, it's not shadow. We've kind of, maybe this feature's run its course. There's no such thing as a modern riddle. No one's done one. No. Okay. Yeah, it'd be really weird I'm if one of your mates just trotted one out in the <laughs> yeah, pub. John, why have you started talking weirdly? Glenn, do you want another pint? Yeah, I'd love one. 
but first, <laughs> I have three legs. Apparently, do I not? Um, yeah, again, it's just there wasn't much going on in people's huts in the no, medieval times. No, not much to look at, was there? Yeah, so it's not a quill either, just to let you know. Has anyone ever done a w- riddle about the quill? Oh, there must be one. We should surely, try and bring yeah. that out. Anyway, we're going to be finding the winner of the Daybury Breakfast Show mug next. The Daybury Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Online one, we have Becky. Good morning, Becky. Morning, Dave. Lovely having you on the show. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. Why are you up so early? What are you doing with yourself? Um, I've just got to work um, to go and do a 12-hour shift. Ooh. Oh, 12-hour shift doing what exactly? I work in a police control room, so I do all the dispatching and 999 calls. Oh. Wow. I suppose that's a really nice, calm, relaxing way of spending 12 hours every day, isn't it, Becky? Mm. Oh, it's lovely. I definitely need uh, a cup of tea and a nice mug. <laughs> well, let's hope you can solve the riddle. I won't go through it again. It's something medieval. What do you think it is, Becky? Is it a candle? <laughs> it is a candle. Congratulations. We've had about five different candle-based riddles since we've been doing this, I think. Glenn, Glenn looks slightly upset of himself that he may have accidentally given away the answer. <laughs> I, 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 I had no idea it was genuinely going to be a candle. Glenn, I, I can't be mad with you. This, this has gone beyond a joke. It's, it's literally always a candle. This, this isn't your fault. It's not you that's broken, it's the system. The whole doll system's broken. I think we've just witnessed the death of Dave Berry's riddle, to be honest. Finally, I'm cured. <laughs> A year, a year after the he's original. He's got the clear. He's OK. <laughs> <laughs> he's for that. Ah, <sighs> don't wait up. I'm going out. <laughs> um, sorry, Becky. Um, anyway, there you are. So, we're going to give you a Daybreak Breakfast Show mug. Does it replace a mug that you hold dear? Because, as you say, a nice, relaxing cup of chamomile tea in your line of work must be all important. Do you have your own mug at work? Um, I do, but it's one that I can bin. It's fine. Okay. Easily replaced. Well, that's lovely. Becky, thank you for being so brilliant on the show. Good luck with the 12 hours ahead. Thank you. And thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you real soon. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, as promised, the divisiveness of Matt Dyson's social ammunition. Matt, do we begin with the... One of the biggest companies in the world, or to begin with the boss? We begin with seasonal food chat, courtesy of our line manager, uh, Paul. Big boss man, Paul. Big boss man, Paul. Big Uh, man, Paul. Uh, He has uh, tweeted uh, last night, uh, it reads as follows. I've reached new levels of renegade. I've stopped putting the cross in the bottom of my Brussels sprouts. I don't know why I did it in the first place. A few questions that come out of this. Why is he eating Brussels sprouts when it's not Christmas? It's October. It's way off. I mean, he is a big fan of Crimbo, though. He loves them. He says he eats them all year round. There I had Brussels num- sprouts the other day. Number one. What? No, Why? You did Why? not, Emma Joe. They're not just a Christmas thing. They are. They are horrible. You're... I had them on a roast dinner in circa September. No, who made what? that? You made that, or did you buy? You didn't. You can't buy that in a restaurant. You that was that was at that. my parents' house. Wow. It just... Oh, my only... Then what did you do? Open in... some presents and put some lights <laughs> on a tree. My only argument in support is that I feel that Christmas starts when all the months start to end in buh, so from September onwards. Yeah, OK. Yeah. We had a particularly hot September, so it's yeah, not pushed so back Yeah, so we a are in bit. the Christmas period, which means you're going to be having so, Brussels sprouts yeah. now. So Christmas fans are chomping at the bit or chomping at the... At the sprouts. At mm. the sprouts. Yeah, well, but I, just, I just don't find them very... Maybe if you're a fan of sprouts, you can eat them when they become in season. I, I, I need but... to douse my those little bad boys in Coleman's. 
It's the only always, way I can get yeah, through them. For me, it's always like, oh, you have to have at least two on Christmas dinner, and that's it. You never see them again. Unless you cook them with some pancetta, a bit of garlic, and some cream, in which case they're very nice. But still only at Christmas for me. That sounds delicious. Not really. But, uh, yeah, the cross but What does things, the cross do? When you had them at your parents, did they put the cross in the bottom? No. Of them? No! Uh, no. Well, this was taught to me by my grandma. What does so, it do? Well, I think it's to cook it evenly. So you just put this little cross in, with a knife in the bottom of each sprout, and that means that the, the bit that's quite uh, firm gets cooked, so it's nice and even. Having just re-binge-watched all of Peep Show, there's a whole episode focusing on Mark and how he desperately wants his Brussels sprouts to be crossed mm-hmm. at the bottom. Oh, right. Oh, really? So I don't yeah, know whether wow. that's a, the kind of personality trait we're one. getting into there. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> Whereas Jeremy's a little bit more like, don't oh, worry about it, man. Wow, so Paul is more Mark. Maybe our boss man is more Mark than Jeremy. I think it's a myth <laughs> like pricking your sausages. Yes. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> they, they used Go to on. explode. <laughs> I, I don't even know why. Yeah. They used to explode in the oven. I don't think you need to do in, it. In what do you mean 80s, used to? In the 80s, they exploded in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, the great exploding <laughs> yeah, sausages yeah. of the 1980s. Seriously, you remember it happening? Honestly, ask your parents. It used to be a It was a dangerous time to be alive. Careful you put those hot bangers. They, they talk about us being able to go out on our BMXs, yeah. and that was us using our imagination. Oh, those were the days. But let me tell you, you get back and your mum's cooking a sausage, bang, it could be game over. Seriously, I don't know what, whether they changed the lining of the sausage or what, but something changed. It's just stomach lining, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> Hopefully you use some sort of synthetic thing now. I don't know. Anyway, look. Let's it move turns on. out you don't need to cross your sprouts. Okay. That's basically what everyone's agreed on. It was an old thing that they did in the past that we've all moved on from. So, you know. And uh, let's go from the past to the current, the future that we are in now, the present. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, th- I think you've gone through all the options there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's accidentally time-travelled again. <laughs> he, he does that. Sometimes he'll just go glitch in front of me. And I, I know he's past. disappeared into the future the past momentarily. <laughs> just going, in the past. Oh no, sorry, this is the past. I'm going to go back to the present, which is now my future. I'm, I'm constantly. Matt's, Matt's come back with an exploding sausage from 1984 to prove. Just suddenly one. holding it in his hand. Zeke <laughs> told the you. The oven's a mess. <laughs> Let me go and see what the kids in the future think about this. And he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. I'm constantly jumping. Look, anyway, okay, let's focus on All right, on Dr. Now. Sam Beckett. Yeah, let's, let's focus, focus on, on what we're doing. Oh yeah. boy, what are Netflix bringing in? They've angered film directors. And me. uh, And Dave (laughs) by bringing in a feature which lets you speed up or slow down the TV shows and movies. So you can now say you want to watch a binge watch a whole series of loads of episodes. Without enjoying it or taking in the plot. You can watch it at like half times the normal speed or up to one and a half times the normal speed. So it's all like everything happens a lot quicker. Uh, But obviously the directors are saying that people are messing with their art form and it's slow for a reason to add emphasis and for various different dramatic techniques so to speed them up is to ruin the art form which I think they have a valid point well take the great speech from Independence Day that is Mm. made to rally the people of planet Earth against these invading aliens and let's do it the new Netflix way shall we yeah the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. You'd be livid. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight. You can't, you yeah. can't enjoy things. Bill Pullman's slightly sped up sounds yeah. like Marty McFly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I think it should be allowed for classic movies that you feel like you should have seen but don't really want to see. Okay. Like, I remember a few years ago, I hadn't seen yeah. Citizen Kane, yes, and I wanted right. to have seen Citizen Kane. Yeah. I just didn't want to have to watch it, and I wish there was some way I could have in somehow injected Citizen Kane yeah, or yeah. taken some sort of tablet or suppository <laughs> yeah. that would have allowed me to have... <laughs> You, you know, ingested Citizen So And so I just, I forced myself to sit down for two hours and watch it. And I was like, okay, great. Now I can save the rest of my life. I've, I've seen Citizen yeah. Kane. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. It, was it any good? Like, it was, it was, it, it was really good. Yeah. It's a bit boring though, doesn't it? It, it was, it was. It would be called the Casablanca button in my house. Yeah it's, it's like, like yeah, it's like whenever you see a film starts and you see it's in yeah. black and white, or as yeah, a part yeah. of your heart that sings. So when you see like Fox Searchlight <laughs> yeah, exactly. instead of just 20th Century Fox, and you go, all right, this yeah. is okay. Yeah, put it on one and a half speed. Let's <laughs> get through <laughs> this. Let's... The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Just wanted to say thank you for all your kind comments about my brand new podcast, Dave Berry's Dad Pod. It sees me and a series of guests explore all things dad. When the door knocks, there's a little song that goes, who's at the door? Who's at the door? Someone better answer it. Get the door, Robert. Okay? They've started singing that to me in my own house. <laughs> this fake talk. We're not good at it. I'll give it a go. Goo goo gag. I'll give it a go. <laughs> then after that, I'm, I'm going straight into gags. That's all I got. But Tiffany's like, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> really? Is that what you want to do? Well, childbirth, I think, sounds like this. Yes or no, do you have a favourite child? Yes. <laughs> Damn, can I take that back? <laughs> then I called my dad, and the first thing my dad said to me was, see, I told you, it's the best thing ever, isn't it? Oh, look at you getting all in my Let's move on, shall we? Do you want to take a nugget? <laughs> when I found out my son was coming, I was like, I can't let him down. He was my new motivation, and that's what I mean by having that new energy, that battery pack when you when you have a child. Very nice. In fact, I'm welling up a little. They'll be in the lounge watching Sally, and I'm in the kitchen. I just go, oh, bang me elbow. <laughs> yeah, but no. Ah! Oh! Oh! And it's like, Dad, are you all right? I go, yeah, I'm actually, I'm okay. Why am I overreacting to such <laughs> trivial things? <laughs> Thank God, girls, if you are listening to this in 15 years, I love you all equally. <laughs> So we started things with Simon Hooper, a.k.a. father of daughters, the Instagram superstar who has got all kinds of thoughts on fatherhood. Some of them are left of field. Some of them he wants to bring from the left of field and make them mainstream. That episode is available for you to download and enjoy right now. Uh, the latest episode, which came out on Monday, is National Treasure Emma Willis, uh, who you heard just then offering me a chicken nugget when I got emotional, mm. which is very sweet of her. Uh, next Monday, the new episode will be available. Rob Beckett. Former stablemate of yours, Matt Dyson. Oh, nice. Very funny man on great form. Speaking of which, Kojo and Tim Minchin and Cold Feet star John Thompson are all going to be my guests on Dave Berry's Dad Pod, which if you open up wherever you get your um, podcasts from, we have been deemed new and noteworthy by one particular provider, so that's very nice of you, Apple. Thank you very much indeed. Please do download it. It is uh, brand new. We want you to subscribe, we want you to rate, we want you to review, and we want you to enjoy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Wednesday. It's cool badge day. I'm getting the ball rolling here. Um, I just had, and it happened just moments ago, I was thinking, I don't have to hand in a cool badge this week, and then I got a trill of excitement run through my body when I found out that a member of the team, producer Sam, mm. his swipe card opens the engineering door, which is where I can go in and pilfer the first thing I've ever stolen from the workplace. Right. In my long career, 
I've never half-inched anything from work. <laughs> really? What do you want? What have you got your eye on? I want a roll of black electrical tape. Oh. And I want it bad, Matt Dyson. OK. Cool badge handing in bad. Yeah, that's not cool. Ga- gaffer it's... tape's never cool. In the new house, our light switches have got, like, a tiny little green LED light in the middle of them. They're black. Right. And it's like catnip to Evangeline. She sees this when we're trying to put her to sleep. She opens her eyes and she catches a glimpse of this light, yeah, which in the darkened yeah. room is shining bright, yeah. like a laser show to a nine-month-old. There's nine no month point old. having blackout blinds if you've got that little light on, is there? Here we yeah. go. Who yeah. thought this through? So mm. I want to put some black electrical tape over oh, it. Good idea. I think it'll help us and sleep. you don't want to buy it. <laughs> well, I'm not, not going to buy it. <laughs> but that whole room's just full of tape. That's basically yeah, what that room's true. for. they got more tape than they need, not We should they? make that another breakout area, not yeah. just a tape room. <laughs> so now I know that I can get access to it, I'm in. And then slowly but surely, I'll become that old man who lives on his own at the end of the road who's gaffer taped up all his light switches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool badge. Not a good look. Matt Dyson, you handing one in today? Oh, yesterday, uh, it's was quite embarrassing. Oh, I is, this what, is this the thing we did together? I showed Dave something <laughs> uh, that my niece showed me. I said, well, you know, I, I, oh, I just Old text man Dyson. You. I text you pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> And then see what happens. And then I text him, and then like laser, a laser show comes on. And Dave was very nonplussed and went, "It's just a laser text. <laughs> Why don't you know about laser texts?" And I was going, well, "I don't know what a laser text is. I didn't know that existed." You know what a laser text is, don't you, Emma? No. Can you send it to me on the iPhone? No, but it's just... On the iPhone. Why you don't you the... know this? I don't think it's on the, 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 uh, any other phone. Is it that sort of neony writing thing? No, it's, or is it... it's no, amazing. It's just a special effect. And a few models back though. Yeah, you so still, still got it. I'm, I'm on a six. So wait, if I would just text P P E W P E W. No, but you don't even have to do that. You can just. But just you hold can, down the, the blue, is, hold the down the blue what? send button, and there's a lot of things happen. Special effect. I've just sent pew pew to my accountant, and nothing <laughs> exciting has happened. <laughs> Wait, no. when you get to the later shows, like someone's had a good year. <laughs> This is the thing that Dave told me that you can do that on all every text message you send. You just hold down the blue arrow. Hold down the send confetti. Have you never received a confetti text? I've never felt so. You people celebrate your birthdays and you've never received a confetti text. I don't know what you're talking about. It's madness. It's amazing. But I unless I've imagined the whole thing. No, well you you I've sent that with balloons. You are the cool one here, Dave, because you showed us the way, and no one else seems to know about it. But you're now in that difficult situation where you're going to send every message with lasers because it's new lasers hearts you could do a little spotlight (laughs) thing yeah my wife didn't know how to do it Katie didn't know how to do it Katie must know how to do it star of the mother unless like you know unless someone tells you you're not going to know it's like word of mouth that's spreading this laser text thing oh there's loads of options I just found it it? wow Mm. there you go maybe I'm not so uncool after all (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio Maybe I'm not so uncool after all (laughs) (laughs) That's the uncoolest thing anyone's ever said during the history of the cool badge feature And then just silence (laughs) Um, Both Emma and Glenn have now discovered the little text thing we were just discussing Mm. and just with like looking at your phones with big grins on your face I feel like I'm looking at two children in the rear view mirror of the car (laughs) and you're both in the back and we're on a long journey It's beautiful to see I spent a fireworks text message yeah. to my husband. But yeah, Stefan never sent you one of those. No. It's, it wasn't publicised, I don't think. When they, when they brought this... No, this, it's a real deep cut, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you know, like, when the space bar edit thing came in, yeah, that was, like, right. everywhere. Pete Donaldson yeah. told me about that. Was, there was, like, a Twitter moment all about that. Why did they not go big on this? This yeah. new text technology. Yeah. It should have been in the presentation in California. 
Dave, I lost my cool badge when I thought I would take my son's scooter to school to pick him up because I'd seen the other mums and dads doing it. For some reason, I decided to jump off the scooter. Oh. But I was going round a corner at the same time and I fell off in front of all of the parents and I broke my wrist. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user, oh, <laughs> stay oh. off the scooters. It's oh, no. <laughs> my advice to you. Oh. <laughs> Matt's head in the hands. Oh, Fiona in Fleet said, I'm handing my cool badge, Dave. As I pulled a shirt from the wardrobe to put on for work and I broke the hanger and I actually said out loud, oh no, that was my favourite hanger. Very <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is cool badge day. Thank you for handing them in. We're going to do more a little later in the show, so do keep them coming at 8, 12, 15. But right now, well, we receive this one. Dave, I want to hand in my cool badge. Because on Sunday, I ordered my daughter some new toys from Argos. And when I got to the delivery page, they offered same-day delivery for the same price as any other day. Liam, tell everybody what you said to yourself. I said, that is Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that is pretty, amazing. I didn't know they did that. That, that is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go for it, Liam? Did you get them delivered on the same day? Oh, I definitely did. What a legend. Well, we'll accept your call badge any day of the week that it arrives, no problem. But thank you very much indeed for tuning into the show. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Liam. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Hey, how you doing? How you doing, big boy slash girl? Oh, look, you got three words. Not enough. Not enough today. Will it finally put out? Five words. <laughs> Five grand. Absolute radio. With Wix. Hoping it does just that. Online one is Anne. Good morning, Anne. Good morning, Dave. Welcome to the game. We're hoping that you and Five Words, Five Grand get along swimmingly and you can win £5,000. How confident are you feeling about that fact? Oh, I've never got five and I'm playing along at home only four. But, you know, today could be the day. Okay, we wish you all the luck in the world. Which member of my lovely team would you most like to play alongside this morning in a dream world? Oh, I don't really mind. I'm, I'm most lucky with, with Emma, I think, or Glenn, but I'm, I'm not lucky. <laughs> okay, so you're most lucky with Emma or Glenn. Yeah. Let's spin yeah. the random player generator and find out who you've got this morning. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Matt Dyson. Dyson is Ooh. in play. This was the last thing okay. we wanted to happen. <laughs> Unlucky, Anne. Unlucky. <laughs> um, right. Okay, See you Matt. Later. You leave. Are you going to go for. You never yeah. put the pink fluffy unicorn headphones on anymore. No, I know. I'm going to go. Watch it. You've made him all grumpy, Anne. Oh, dear. Sorry. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> there he goes. Okay, this is what's going to go down. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that pops into your head. We'll give Matt Dyson the same five words for all five match. You win £5,000. And please hold your phone nice and close up to your mouth so you can, we can hear everything you say and you can hear everything right. I say as it's close to your ear as well. I'm not going to say how the basic body works. I'm going to move on from this. <laughs> OK, the first word this morning is... Lady. Man. Paint. Brush. Fruit. Bowl. Yogurt. Pot. And finally, 
Park, P-A-R-K. Run. It's a good Mm. set of words, Anne. No complaints. No complaints from your two (laughs) favourites. Let's see what Matt Dyson has to say next. Five words, five grand. Absolute radio with Wix. Anne, how are you feeling? Mm, yeah, not bad. I had a bit of a wobble with one of the... Okay, don't get... Okay, no, okay, okay. I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. Okay, don't give anything away, because Matt Dyson <laughs> is back in the studio, raring to play, and hopefully you're going to win £5,000. Okay, come on, Matt. Come on, Anne. So Anna says she had a, a bit of a wobble with a couple of them. Okay. Mm. Let's find out whether that wobble's in her favour. Mm. The first word this morning, Matt Dyson, was... Lady. Ma'am. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, ladybugs there, aren't Yeah, they? ladybird, I think, yeah. Okay. Paint. Mm. Brush. Yes! yes! <laughs> Either that or tin? Is that what's yeah, going through your head? Yeah. Mm. A pot. P- palette. Paint palette. Yeah. You went for brush, thankfully. Blue and grey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Fruit. Oh, um, basket. Oh! We oh, always get this one. Receptacle. No. Bowl. Bowl. Oh. I feel like we've, you've done that before. I feel like we've done that before. Yeah. And the weird thing is I have a bowl at home, but then we have oh, a basket. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a basket at work. Oh. Sorry, Anne. Oh, so annoying. sorry. So close. So close. Let's see what the other two. We've got yoghurt. Pot. Correct. Yeah. And park. Um, bench. Run. Oh, I would have said bench. Uh, yeah, part bench yeah. is a good one, though. Um, and uh, it's been lovely having you on the show. Close. Oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. It was very close. You enjoy the rest of your day, Anne. Thanks very much indeed for tuning into the show. It was close today, but not close enough, which means we play again tomorrow. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. There is a certain baking contest that everybody is talking about this morning. It's the breakfast show one we did yesterday. (laughs) And what a hotly contested contest it was. I mean, you get five points for a win in our little games. You get three points for second place, one point for third place. You get nout for coming in last. Now, we've already played a game of who's the hottest using Evangeline's thermometer. We went axe throwing. We whacked an arcade machine with an inch of its life. And the leaderboard has shaped up so far like this. Glenn is top of the table with 15 points. Emma is second with seven points. Matt third with four points. And I am last with just one single point after three team challenges. It's quite difficult for a man of my standing to handle that kind of thing. (laughs) And I have never baked in my life. Well, except for once when I made a flapjack at school. Home economics, yeah. Yesterday, uh, the lovely head baker uh, said to us that we had to get Ganesh, and I thought she meant the Hindu god. (laughs) (laughs) But I struggled through as we went to the big London baking tooting, and we were given one hour and 20 minutes to make the perfect sugar skull cake. And here's how we got along. Can you burn milk? Absolutely. 
I'm pushing the boundaries of cooking here. My sponge should be ready, but I'm going to leave it a dangerous 30 seconds longer. I've turned off my navigation computer. I'm using the force. Because I was running behind schedule, I turned the oven up more. And I've also turned the hob and everything like that up more. And what I've been left with is burnt jam and a horrible floury mixture in the oven. The idea of taking this out of the oven is, is filling me with dread. Okay, bakers, you are 20 minutes into your bake. Your cake should be coming out of the oven soon. One hour remaining, bakers. I'm about to flip my skull cake mold, which I've just plucked from the freezer. Yep, flip it right over. No, don't press it. Don't press it. Oh my goodness. Okay, I feel like you have some structural integrity issues here. <laughs> I've just put some uh, surgical gloves on, like I'm about to perform uh, some kind of operation on my cake. Pouring my white chocolate into my simmering cream. Oh, yeah. I've eaten quite a bit of it, but it'll still be quite chocolatey, I think. I feel like I'm cradling baby sparrows back to life. I'm, like, really gently caressing every individual part, and it's looking so disgusting. We're almost at the halfway point. So far, I feel like Emma, probably in the lead. I'm very concerned about Dave. He hasn't cut his sponge well, and I don't support Matt's flavour choices whatsoever. <laughs> I've cut my oven gloves on because I've just taken the cake out. Then the next part of the ingredient says I need to choose a cordial, and so I went over, but I couldn't be bothered to take the oven gloves off, so I've just sort of taken it over to the table as if I'm handling some sort of toxic chemicals. Is it too late to change cordials? Uh, I would definitely change cordials. Strawberry milkshake flavour sponge with Coca-Cola cordial and raspberry jam. I do jam. not support this at all. <laughs> oh. Glenn's just asking if this is how they make real jam. <laughs> Your cakes should be coming out of the freezer now and you should be decorating. In 20 minutes, I will be judging. I'm trying to practice some icing shapes on the greaseproof paper. Everyone's giving me a lot of stick for it. The one I'm concerned about is Glenn, but uh, we'll see it judging. Just adding some vanilla tears to my skull. Crying sounds cool, but apparently it ruins the fondant. I think it'll be all right. All right, bakers. Five, four, three, Two, one. That's it, bakers. Tools down. Emma, are you still decorating? No. That is massive. <laughs> yes, a massive moment. Right at the dying honk honk. Yeah of the baking challenge when you continue to decorate your skull. It was barely anything. It didn't but, make a difference to the judging. But did it make a difference well. to the judging? We're going to find out next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, we've baked with an inch of our lives in tooting. And it was time to find out what head chef Nisa was looking for in the judging criteria. Bakers, well done. You've all completed the challenge before you. Now, I am looking for three things. I want to see a cake that is shaped like a skull, firstly. Ah. Secondly, I want to see intricate decoration on top. Oh. And lastly, I want to taste the flavours inside that you have told me you've put in there. Oh. So I'm, I'm sure we've all achieved that, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was really pleased when Master Baker Nisa decided to pick on Matt and Glenn first. This is what she had to say about their creations. First impression, uh, don't love all the extra stuff you put around the outside. Now, if I recall, you did a strawberry milkshake cake. Yes. You did a raspberry dam, and you did a white chocolate ganache. And that looks oh. lovely. But yeah. you did overcook your ganache. So Let's taste the taste. cake. <laughs> so, really nice jam. Yes, thank you. That's the first thing. Ganache, not so great. I think on the whole, it tastes good. I would have liked to see neater design on top, though. Okay. okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Glenn's cake. Yes. You needed to cut your piping holes smaller. The icing that you've piped out, it's yes. too large. Right, okay. So it looks clumsy because you've cut it so large. Sure. Let's have a look inside. Now you did the cereal milk cake. Yes. A raspberry jam. Mm -hmm. Now I've only got a very small amount of jam. Mm, wow. It's minimalist okay. style. <laughs> so, okay, I have found jam. There is jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. jam. The cereal milk works really nicely. Mm. I think that's very nice. Better jam distribution would have been good. Mm -hmm. And more refined decorating. Well, if I may say so, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like wholeheartedly. She said you iced like a child, Glenn. <laughs> no. No one needs to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> when they get up the hours that we do. So, that was Matt and Glenn. Not, not entirely complimentary, well, I think it's fair to say. down on artistic expression. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what the problem was. Just because we don't follow her instructions to the letter. Then her flowery laser focus turned its attentions to Emma and I. How much of this decorating, Emma, happened after the end of time? Good there question, Chef. But also, I wish I hadn't done it, because actually I was trying to cover up this and it just looks really messy. And now it draws attention to yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Look, I will say this. You've got the best piping of all the cakes, but now is the real test. Let's have a look inside. Ooh. That does look very nice. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. real good, yeah. Like Tell you what, that is the best jam of the lot of them. Yes. And the best ganache. God damn. Yes! Nailed it. God damn! Yes. Moving on to Dave's. I like that you filled the skull. Well, let me stop you there, Nisha, and just let me say, I like you. And what you've done for us today <laughs> has been exemplary, so thank you for everything and guiding us through it. Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Carry on. <laughs> wow. You guys are dumb. This guy gets it. This guy gets it a lot. So, um, I support the sucking up. But let's have a look inside. Oh, hello. Look at that. Nice bit of jam. So, it pains me a little bit to have to do this. No. Fist bump. I got a fist bump. <laughs> very rewarding. I was very proud of my jam. The one little thing you need to know about that last segment there, and we had to edit it out because we're not in charge of edit because I definitely would have left it in, is that when we cut into Emma's cake, Emma was the only person to make a chocolate cake. Mm. So they all look the same from the outside. When we cut into it, it was obviously a brown sponge. Mm. And we all went, ooh, because like, Emma had done ooh, a chocolate, chocolate cake. Yeah. Executive producer Mark, father yeah. of one, thought it was burnt. <laughs> 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 Bless you. So coming up next, we're going to find out who placed where on the Team Challenges leaderboard. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Everyone's talking about the big baking challenge that happened just yesterday. It's the Breakfast Show one. And it is time to find out who won the big London bake. Well, there was rumours of some cheating. There was me getting confused between a baking ingredient and a Hindu god. <laughs> there was Matt's vanilla tears. Yeah. There was Glenn's using oven gloves to pick up everything, even if it was from a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> we all seemed quite amateur, in a way. So it was nice of everyone there to look after us. And this is who they deemed to be the winner. Here we go. Bakers, I have made my decision in last place. I'm probably gonna have to go Glenn's. In third place, I am gonna have to go, I think, no surprise, with Matt. Yes. You did more decorating. <laughs> I'd say that your decorating was slightly better. Oh. We're then down to the final two. 
We've got Dave, who sucked up to me the entire time. Yes, I did. And we've got Emma, who cheated in the final moment. Yes, she did. Both of them got a fist bump because their flavours are excellent. But when it comes down to it, it's not just flavours. It's also shape of the skull and decorating, which is why I have to go with Emma as the winner. Yes! I finally want something! <laughs> it was, we should just say the cakes were in the shape of a skull. She wasn't judging it based on how Emma's head looked. <laughs> <laughs> As a master baker, she's very into the cranium. She yeah, likes to have a little bit. Oh, I like Emma's skull yeah, best. Yeah, shape of skull. It's, so it's a great one. skull shape, you're right. Um, so that means that, Emma, you got five points yes. from this particular challenge. I got three points, which I don't really want to use the five words, five grand winning music for, but... <laughs> Um, Matt, you got a point, and Glenn got no points. That's fine. It's good to take a week off occasionally. (laughs) Being the best. (laughs) So um, we've got a couple of challenges left before the end of the year, and we have the final scores on the doors. But at the moment, Glenn, you're still in the lead with 15 points. Emma, you've got 12 points. Matt, you've got five, and I've now got four. So there's kind of there's the Liverpool Man City thing going on amongst you guys in there, yeah. Yeah. and we're in a relegation, relegation fight. battle. Yeah, uh, but yeah. with five points per win, you know, over the next two changes, I could I could zoom up to 14 points, put me into second place. Yeah, anything Emma could did. happen. Yeah, there's a lot to play for. It is all to play for. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. We've received the following correspondence. And it says, Mr. Berry, did Glenn have a blackout just then because he seemed to forget the score in Oxford United's game, which they won 4-2 on penalties. If you could inform your operative of his mistake, thank you, your club's old boss, Carl Robinson. (laughs) Gaffer's tuning in and he's not happy. Sports reader left red-faced after (laughs) news bulletin blunder. So, uh, for Carl, all the players at Oxford United and all their fans, Absolute Radio Sport. While League Cup holders Manchester City East into the quarterfinals of the League Cup with a dominant 3-1 over, one win over Southampton, the real story was Oxford United <laughs> knocking out Sunderland 4-2 on penalties after the game finished 1-0. James Henry stepped up first with Sunderland unable to reply before Anthony Ford put them two ahead. Tariq Fosu edged them even further towards victory with his penalty before John Massino sealed the win for Oxford United, sending him through to the next round. Is that all right, Carl? <laughs> Now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Here we go. It's a daily smash with a slight difference because this morning you're tasked with ruining a song by adding Soggy Bottom to it. Okay. Because we baked yesterday. We baked good. In oh, fact, yeah. if you're just joining us, Emma came first and I came second. Yes. And there was another baking thing that happened last night, apparently. <laughs> Not yeah. too sure what that was all about. So, ruin a song, add soggy bottom. 8, 12, 15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Total eclipse of the soggy bottom. Lovely. Nice. Yep. Soggy bottom die Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fly for a soggy bottom guy. Uh, oh, very good, very good. <laughs> if you can still be flying, you've got a soggy yeah, bottom. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Quite the works, achievement. Yeah. What you got, Matt Dyson? How deep is your soggy bottom? Uh, the Bruce Springsteen classic we just heard on the main station. Everybody's got a hungry, soggy bottom. <laughs> and uh, when I'm cleaning soggy bottoms. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and as a father of three, I'm sure you've done that on many an occasion, Matt yeah, Dyson. Yeah, yeah. 
Emma Jones. I got Fat Soggy Bottomed Girls by Queen. Yes. I got Apple Soggy Bottom Jeans, Boots with the Fur. <laughs> and uh, I just called to say I love you and I mean it from the soggy bottom oh, of my heart. Oh, lovely. Integrated. Uh, Glenn, what you got for us uh, Nirvana Smells Like Soggy Bottom. <laughs> I want to hold your soggy bottom. And while my soggy bottom gently weeps. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, was to ruin a song by adding Soggy Bottom after that big baking thing that happened. In fact, we had our own team baking challenge, and if you want to see how we got along, it's across all the Absolute Radio socials, which is very nice. So let's begin with Louis, shall we? And who let the Soggy Bottoms out? <laughs> I've got 99 problems, but my Soggy Bottom ain't one. Of from Vita. Papa's got a brand new soggy bottom yes. from Chris. The prodigy smack my soggy bottom up from Ricky. <laughs> you can't touch this soggy bottom from Lawrence. <laughs> and finally from Jordan, uh. supermassive soggy bottom. <laughs> what a way to earn a crust. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very childish Daddy, one, Daddy, what did you do today on the work? <laughs> soggy bottom over and over Well, again. Evie, come sit on my knee mm. and let me tell you a tale of soggy bottoms. Mm. Message in a soggy bottom, says Matthew on Twitter. Down in the soggy bottom at midnight, says Ian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't do that to the jam. Nate, <laughs> Nate's got a good one. A man of constant soggy bottoms by the soggy bottom boys from the film Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Soggy Bottom. Wow. Which works well. Uh, soggy Bottom Sit Down by James. Uh, if you tolerate this, then your soggy bottom will be next, says Tony. And uh, George Rashwood has gone for Killing Me Softly with his soggy bottom. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. So, the podcast. The daily podcast that accompanies the breakfast show. What are we going to call it? So, I've plucked three random things that have been said during this morning's broadcast. I've got pricking your sausages like it's 1982. <laughs> <laughs> A Citizen Kane suppository. Oh, yes. Or maybe I'm not so uncool after all. <laughs> maybe. I think we've got to call it a Citizen, a citizen Kane suppository. Surely. Yeah. It's going to stand out from the rest of the podcast <laughs> titles, isn't it? Yeah. People will be intrigued to know why. Well, all you need to know right now is you can download it from all the usual places and we will be back tomorrow at 6am. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesdays.